Escape from plan A. Towards the near post, bouncing around dangerously, and South Korea have scored! Can you believe it? Neuer now is playing as a midfield player. There's going to be another goal here. This will be it. Song Hyung-min, 2-0, that is it! Germany are going out of this World Cup. from Plan A podcast. This is a special midweek episode to celebrate uh, the World Cup, Korea beating Germany. So I'll be, I'm Oxford, your host. I'm here with Teen and Mark. What an incredible day. Well, I mean, actually, it, it actually wasn't considering Justice Kennedy announced <laughs> his retirement. And um, Ask, I don't, I and, can't even think about that. No, yeah, yeah, but let's, let's be happy. Let's be happy yeah. because a great thing happened today. That was Korea beating Germany 2-0. Uh, yes. Sending Germany to finish last in Group F, sending Mexico through. You know our brothers and sisters in Mexico, we love you. That's right. Yeah. Viva Mexico. <laughs> especially, to the, especially the K-pop stands, we did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. And yeah, so let's. Uh, well, first of all, I think I mean the game itself was great. We can talk about that later. But let's uh, let's talk about just the the reactions that happened, which I think was was the really fun thing. Well, did you did you guys see those videos of just like random Korean people just getting yeah. lifted up on like like Mexican people uh, would just go hunting for Korean people and then just lift them up and then march them through the street? That's like, so awesome! It, there was yeah. that one video. There was one video of this Korean guy surrounded by Mexican fans being lifted up, and the Korean dude is holding a Swed- Swedish flag. <laughs> so it's like all three nations that combined to send Germany home. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say it was like the. One of the most just spontaneous, natural expressions of just like loving life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know absolutely. how else to put it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's really funny is is Mexico really blew it if you think about it. You beat Germany, you beat Korea, but now you're gonna have to face Brazil in the next round. They did. They really shat the bed today. <laughs> Yet they were so happy. And on the other side, Korea actually, if Mexico had beaten Sweden, Korea would have gone through. But nobody That's cared. Right. They were just so happy. To, to I guess get a, a, everyone just won yeah, yeah in their own way yeah. uh, and there was just pure happiness to go all around and what was really funny is Germany's just pretty much fucked everyone over so much in the World Cup I mean not like in a bad way but just like beating everyone I like yeah. when I saw this happen I thought this was for you Brazil yeah. and then I thought of the <laughs> that's 1970 right. I thought of the 1974 Netherlands team with uh, Johan Cruyff who lost to the Germans in the final this was for right. you especially because Goose Hiddink was the Korea's manager in 2002. That's right. And they beat us. They beat us in 2002 to knock us out. That too. Um, in, I remember England, when they played uh, Germany in 2010, Frank Lampard scored that goal that just wasn't counted. I was like, that's like for you too. That's right. Before uh, the goal line technology. That's right. Yeah, Saudi Arabia losing 8 nothing in 2002. That was for you. I mean, I, you can just keep going on and on. It was, everybody was happy. <laughs> Just the ESPN Brazil or the Sports Illustrated Brazil or one of the uh, Brazilian affiliates for one of those sports channels, their 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 Twitter their tweet that they did afterwards was just a big laugh. It was just ah ha 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 ha. Yeah, I think that was Fox Sports Brazil. Yeah, it was, it was just Fox. Maybe it was Fox like Sports Brazil. Every but, character awesome. that was available, they used to say ha ha ha. Yeah, it was just all caps ah ha ha ha. ha. 
I was like, that's great. That's great tweet. That's great Twitter. There's right just there. something. There's just something joyless about the about Germany. I don't know. What it is. Well, there's well, just something joyless well about that. Them. I mean, like you're not you're not a big soccer fan, right, Teen? No, not 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 really. Well, because I mean, I, that's the old stereotype. Actually, the German team is quite entertaining to watch. No, but I mean the fans and stuff. But I think it's because they're so used to winning. I mean, I saw some German fans crying, and I was just like, yeah. "Fuck you, you spoiled." bastards and but bitches. But I heard they're not, <laughs> they're not as, like, national... They don't They don't really have a lot of national pride because of, you know, World War II and stuff. Like, no, they're, 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 so. they're still kind of, like, shy about waving the flag around and being all pro-Germany. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some of the fans were that shy. I mean, they had, like, face paint and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it comes yeah. out, man. Yeah. You got, you know, you, you Koreans, you guys now know the, I guess, the basically the feeling of being, like, the American liberators in World War II. You beat Germany, and then you get carried, <laughs> you get carried through the streets. <laughs> yeah, like fucking, I guess so, yeah. It was like the experience. You guys were, like, getting carried around the streets like C-3PO with, by the Ewoks and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It, but so, so in Mexico City, after the game ended, uh, they marched down to the Korean consulate. And um, yeah, I saw that. And like the staff came out, took shots of tequila with them. The ambassador <laughs> came out, took a shot of tequila, was lifted up by the Mexican fans. That I mean, it's a, ridiculous. That's such a beautiful scene. Like it's so you, awesome in this day and age for like some group of like people to go march to an embassy and start shouting. <laughs> uh, usually, that's really bad news. Right, right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen like good news come out of something like that. And they were no, shouting no. like. You know, it's like uh, what are they mob saying? Like marches on embassy. Yeah. It's like you are now Mexicanos. Mexican, yeah. my Korean brother, yeah. or, or right. something. You're like all that. Mexicans today, you know. Well, and and on Reddit there was a um, screenshot of uh, some Mexicans that are like, "I will do the military service for son," <laughs> <laughs> and like someone else below them was like, "I will too." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of tweets are like, like, like Koreans are always invited to the carne asada. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Free tacos for life. What better country? What better country to assist on in in group play than than Mexico, though? You know. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's like the Korean taco, right? I mean, we're already sort of well, you all <laughs> narrowly. Yeah, the Roy Cho- today, today was like Roy Choi's like fucking fantasy. Uh, yeah, but you know, you, you, like all, you all did orgasm. a similar assist for America back in two thousand two, right? I was reading about this. Like, if yeah, it wasn't for you all beating, I think Portugal. The U.S. wouldn't have gone through. Yeah, because I think Poland beat the U.S. in the in their last match. Yeah, and then U.S. had lost like four nothing to Portugal. I remember like Pauletta scored four goals, and then um, I think in order for the U.S. to go through, Korea had to beat Portugal, mm-hmm. and which was a long know, shot, I'm like, guessing, right? That was a, yeah. that was a very good Portugal team. They had players like Luis Figo, uh, oh, Rui Costa, a lot of good. Yeah, players. Figo is a good player. Uh, so that's one of their all time great great teams then. It yeah, was. that was, it was, that was um, the fact that they lost Euro 2004 to Greece was a very well, that was like the big upset, moment. right? Greece yeah. that was a very sad moment. That was yeah. that generation's last chance to really win anything. But the, I don't think the it. Americans were like lifting random Korean people up in the streets of Washington D.C. Well, no, they were they were in <laughs> Americans aren't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That like Mexicans are straight up just some of like the funniest fucking people. When I was like looking <laughs> at this, well, stuff. yeah, I mean, as confident as they are in soccer, right? Uh huh. They're not. They're not arrogant to. They don't have that entitlement nearly as much as I think Americans have for no reason. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Right. it's like as as like you know they know they're better or they're yeah. good, but they weren't like oh my god if you know we we deserved it and if we don't get it like there's like something cosmically wrong. It Who would took- just be they would be like we fucked it up because 
look, as you said earlier, Oxford, like they lost three nothing against a Swedish team, which I'm sorry, boss, but is not that great. Yeah. So who who took a shot in the nuts? Uh Oh, that was uh, Kareem Per Young. I, I guess Angle said Lee Young. Lee Young. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some some dude, like was, some Mexican fan tweeted it, like, I think you you put it on Reddit. Right? The guy was like, that dude's nuts. Uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice for our. He sins. said uh, that, that's Korea, right. that's right. that Korean man's balls died for our sins. <laughs> the yes, sins being yes. losing three out of the Swedes. <laughs> And then I think that person right below him replied, like, uh, exempt that man from military service. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, it was so uh, much fun. Got- I, like, at work, uh, my Korean workers had organized a, a watch party uh, and then invited me to it. But I, I couldn't bear to go. I mean, I'm just not good at watching sports events in which I have any personal stake in public. Okay. I prefer to watch it by myself. But he... Uh, and you know what? Like a lot, a lot of sports fans are kind of like they they say stupid stuff and they just make things worse, especially if you're in a stressful situation. So I, <laughs> half of me wanted to just not watch it. I was actually expecting a major loss because I thought yeah. Germany would be so motivated because I thought they would want to top the group to avoid Brazil. And in order to do that, I think they would have had to have won by more than two goals. Yeah, so like oh, yeah. this could get ugly. This could be like Saudi Arabia eight nothing in two thousand and two. But I had to watch. And then by the time it got to about the 25th, 30th minute, I thought, you know what? This was when like Brazil led in four goals in four years ago. Mm. If we can survive this, maybe it'll be okay. And then like it became halftime, then just came more and more and more. And then I was just, I could not look away. And then yeah. like an hour or two after that, I was just like tweeting shit. <laughs> so Y'all were playing solid defense, man. I was noticing just like, which they just, it is, it's surprising just from watching them. In the first two games, it would seem like we would have moments of being a stout defense, but then other moments of just being scrambling, unorganized, um, you know, messes in the back. But we did a good job, yeah, because, and obviously, yeah, because Korea has a notoriously bad defense. I mean, like, so does the U.S. A lot of the, the kind yeah. of like not that great teams, even the great teams, even Germany's defense was much maligned. You know, like Jerome Boateng was had faced a ton of criticism. Uh, he was the one who couldn't play this match because he was suspended. But, you know, Korea's defense, is, we're always complaining about it. But this was, for some reason, for the first time in a long time, every pass I was played into the box, every corner, I just felt so calm. I hadn't felt like right. that maybe since the 2012 Olympics in London, in which Korea won bronze medal. And this was against Germany. I mean, like, Korea's, right. Korea's a pretty big team, but like, Germany's one of, like, the biggest, strongest teams, like, physically speaking. Yeah. Yet, yeah, yeah. every ball that came in, I was just like, oh, they're going to take care of it. And that goalkeeper, we yeah. got a, like, he was so good. That every dude, ball, he got to it. That dude is awesome. Yeah, possibly the best hairstyle in the World Cup as well. <laughs> He's like a cocky rooster. He, he, there was this one shot he saved by, he just grabbed it, and he had that yellow. He has the, he's wearing the yellow. And yeah. he, he just looked like he was holding up Simba at that point. Did you oh, see yeah, that? I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the Simba yeah, scene? I think it, that was yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was like Mario <laughs> Gomez or something who headed it and he just like yeah. snatched it out of the air. Yeah. His best save, he made it on this player named Goretzka. That was amazing. I thought for sure yeah, it was yeah. going in. I saw it and I was like, okay, they scored here. But well, then he just got his right it, hand to it and just pushed it out. That and was it amazing. seemed, when you look back at the highlight, um, it seems pretty comfortable. Like it was a free header from like eight or ten yards out. Um, Goretzka got a lot of power on it. He hit it uh, to an open area of the goal, and it. And generally, you're like, "Oh, that's going in." But uh, the goalie, it made it look comfortable. It, it didn't seem like he was uh, too worried about it. Um, 
So but does, Germany, does that dude play in the K League or something, or does he? Play? Yeah, he plays yeah, for Pegu. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Like, I know it's already starting to happen. There's. Uh, I don't know how many uh, um, Korean, Korean players are in the Premier League, but um, I, I hope that. I hope that more Korean players start going over there, like, uh, uh, like the way that uh, the Japanese players are coming into the MLB. You know what I mean? The, yeah. Well, actually, Japan has a lot of players in Europe. I think most of their they do uh, players, mm-hmm. other starters, are all based in it's, Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a, a so, lot of Bundesliga teams. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Korea's main problem they gotta fix this is the military service thing. That really is a mm. major, major problem. Yeah. And and it's it's not only once you turn professional. I think if you're say like you're a promising athlete, and you're thinking, um, I gotta. Uh, you know, like my career can be totally derailed because of military service. And in order to, the only way you can get exempt in soccer in Korea is if you win the gold at the Asian Games or you win a medal at the Olympics. Both of them, well, like the Asian Games are much easier than the Olympics, but still, that's like, it's a very difficult thing to do. I think do. you're touching on, I think you're catching on to the long game, the Moon Jae in long game. Make peace in yeah. the on the peninsula, and then no longer <laughs> do you right. all have to do uh, mandatory military service. That's right. uh, field more competitive teams. <laughs> That's right. Step exactly. step one: peace, peace in the continent uh, on the peninsula. Yeah. Uh, question mark. Question mark. Uh, athletic dominance. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the that's the equation. Yo, we should go hit up some uh, Mexican uh, restaurants before uh, Mexico gets uh, destroyed by Brazil. Just while the goodwill is <laughs> yeah, still around, yeah, and, get uh, get, uh, get some free margaritas and that's right yeah, tequila and uh, yeah chalupas. Yeah, I mean, I won't lie. I'll be like I'm Chino, but they'll probably be like that's okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll pre- Same thing. I'll pretend you're you're Korean. I'll like talk to them in Korean and say, oh, this is my cousin. Um. <laughs> But I think oh, what man. also made this special was, like, Korea really had nothing to play for. I mean, like, they had a small chance of yes. making it. But this is pure point. pride. Great um, point. I mean, the team coming into the... I mean, one of the reasons I was so pessimistic is a lot of their key players were injured. Uh, Kwon Chang-hoon, who's a very good midfielder, he plays in France. He got injured. Uh, Kim Min-jae, which is one of our most promising center backs, got injured. Um, a couple of veterans, Lee Gun-ho and Yeom Kyun, he, they, they were both hurt. And then for this... This match, our captain, Ki Sung-young, he got hurt. So this was a skeleton crew of a team. I mean, thankfully, we still had, like, Son Heung-min and, like, some of the veteran defenders, like Kim Young-won, the guy who scored the goal. But this was, like, a very injury-ravaged team. Even the manager, I don't know if he was playing reverse psychology, but in a press conference, he said, we have a 1% chance to win, but that's still more than 0% or something like that. You mean mm. for this Germany game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I once the Korean players knew that that um, Sweden was ahead, they probably knew this wasn't going to happen. Yet, they still wanted to win just for pure pride. And that's something a lot of the critics of the Korean team have said, is that, you know, we were never the most talented team. We don't expect the team to all win so much, but there was a sense that the team had gotten complacent for no good reason. They Mm -hmm. were all more worried about money because a lot of the players have started to go to China and the Middle East where they pay more. To some extent, I understand them because if, if you're going to face military service potentially make as much money yeah and, and you've taken this great risk of pursuing a career in which like failure is like what like 90 percent i don't know very high right right and, you know i can understand make your money if you're not a superstar so there was like a lot of discontent just about the attitude of the team but i think a game like this just shows how much spirit they have you know Absolutely. what i appreciate is what's the guy's name like shin taeyong shin taeyong 
the manager, yeah, yeah. Shin Taeyong. That you you all actually have a Korean manager because like I see so many teams with uh, European mm. managers and they're not, you know. That's true. Yeah, actually, the the guy before Shin Taeyong was a guy named uh, Uli Stilicke. He was one of the worst managers in like modern Korean history. He was a German. I honestly think they just hired him because he was white <laughs> and and German. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. German. Uh, he must and know what Germany he's just doing. Won the right? World Cup. Yeah, yeah. And I remember. Is like, it, isn't forms, that what the Americans did? <laughs> But like Klinsmann was actually good. I mean, like he had actually a good record. This guy was like, I think he managed some like, like Bundesliga two team, like oh, failed at almost every oh, managing uh-huh. job. Uh-huh. And I think I remember reading in the forums after he got hired, like oh, some Germans were saying, like, "What the hell are you thinking? This guy sucks. <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, you know. But uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that um, the coach, the Korean coach. Um, would say something like, "Oh, we only have a one percent chance," because he he said before the um, game against Sweden that he had the players practice with different jerseys on because he knows that Europeans can't tell us apart. <sighs> I don't know what the fuck that was about. That was so. I thought. I think if we had lost this game, uh, I think that would have rightfully been like, "What the hell are you doing, coach? Like, why I, I, I are totally you, agree with you. This is you're you're a clown. Why are you inserting these clown games? Like, I I agree with you. But like now that they did win the game against Germany, it's like he yeah. was crazy like a fox. Oh, winning, winning, <laughs> winning absolves everything. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's like winning it makes you sound what like he a genius. Do now, if, you know. Is retire, you know, kind of like Zinedine Zidane just retired after Real Madrid right. just won the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. the 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 coach of the Washington Capitals uh, resigned. It's like go out a winner. There's nothing more because like the national uh, coaching job, like with a lot of countries, is a total like poison chalice. There's like yeah. you can only yeah. fail. <laughs> There's right. really very few ways you can succeed, and most of the time you will be fail. You will fail and be hated. But somehow, against all odds, he took this injury-ridden, not-that-talented team um, and pulled off arguably the greatest victory. Um, it's up there. Uh, I yeah. would probably like put Italy um, though in 2002 above it. But 2002, yeah, though, it was you. You all had like a string of victories. Yeah, you all beat. It was like you were beating Portugal, Spain. Italy, right? We all, beat. All yeah, I've got yeah, a, I've yeah. got a whole bunch of stuff to say about that because there was a lot of controversy regarding the the refereeing, and some I can see like like the Spain game wasn't very well refereed, but oh. that Italy game there was there was like this mixture of of a lot of just I think resentment that see like the, the thing about these like smaller teams being big teams if there's anything that looks suspicious mm-hmm. then it's no longer acceptable. I want well, yeah. you s- yeah. Whereas the big teams can get away with shit all the time, and people just accept right. it, saying, "Well, you know, that's their right." They would have won anyway. I, right? I yeah. felt, I felt that that the officials tried to do basic, tried to do everything they could to hand the game over. They did. They Germany. gave ten extra minutes at For, the end well, of the game. Okay, that's a Ridiculous. question. That, see, I don't know the rules of football that well, so or soccer. Like, they called six minutes of extra time, and then it flipped to nine. Is that common? Yeah. I've rarely seen that. Well, like in contrast, and some people pointed this out in the Argentina Nigeria match just yesterday. Yeah, Nigeria only got four minutes of extra time, even yeah. though there had been a lot of play stoppages. Yeah, that's uh, true. Because Argentina were ahead, so exactly. To, yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. I mean, there's absolutely no rule on how much time you're supposed to give. It's totally at the ref's discretion. Which right, is really and it's dumb. a minimum. It's a minimum, so they can go above. But you're mm-hmm. right, Teen. I, I really feel like. Um, 
it going from six to nine and jumping like officially like that. That's a little odd, right? That that that's six that's was already a lot. Six was already a lot of time, and then to add another that's a three? lot of time. Usually, I I rarely see more than five. Yeah, yeah, and, and then for it to go to nine like officially. Yeah, and then, and then like basically ten at yeah. the end, and then that reversed um, offside. That is that, irregular. The, That's and then the offside call that got reversed on the on the first uh, on the first goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was weird, man. Uh, dude, it was so funny though. Like I was watching at my desk, mm-hmm. and um, they score the goal, yeah. and like I I begin to like cheer, but I stop myself, and I'm just sort of like going crazy at my desk silently. And the guy across, <laughs> and the guy across from me is like, "What's going on? Did you win the lotto?" And I'm like, uh, "Whatever, no." <laughs> but um, but then like I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh shit!" They called it back, and then you know they were. I was like, "Please review it," because I saw you know in real time. I thought there's no way it's offside, and then they called it back. And I'm like, "Yeah!" And I was like so excited, <laughs> but the guy was like, "Did you win the lotto?" I'm like, "No, dude, come on, pay attention." I, th- I thought it was a weird call. Um... It was a bad call, obviously. They took it yeah. back. Yeah. Actually, um, something that really made me happy is the guy who scored that goal is a player named Kim Young-Gwan. He's our main defender. He's a center back. And in tw- uh, 2014, Korea did terribly at the World Cup, but their worst game was against Algeria, in which they just got totally just blitzed in like the first 20 minutes, just totally unprepared. And we ended up losing that game 4-2. And Kim Young-Gwan was the starting center back for that game. So same with Yi Young, the, the guy who got who got uh, sacked by that ball. <laughs> oh, that, um, that got uh, that and, guy's nuts blown off. By, yeah, and, and Kim Young-Gwan, he's a, he's a very promising player. I mean, he was. I mean, he's, a, he's, like, he's not old, but, you know, he's no longer like a kid anymore. But he, he has had a tendency to just kind of, like, make mistakes. There was one game, I think, a few years ago against Iran. It was a qualifier. Mm. He made a really bad back pass to the goalie, which mm. the Iranian player intercepted and scored. And this was in Seoul. So, oh, you know, it's man. really bad for you to let a rival win on your home field right so a lot in that of, in uh, that way in that way yeah so i mean i think it's really hard being a defender because if you it screw is. up like a goal goes in um so you know he always had the talent and everything but he could never seem to get his head right but this world cup he's been actually very good and i was so happy to see him score that goal yeah i mean like you were you were saying earlier team or i think oxford actually said this about how like in the after like the first 20 30 minutes and we were still it was still tied i always i went into this game thinking that if we could hold off germany um for the first half that as the longer germany didn't score the more pressure was on them not us yeah because, and then we get more and, confident too absolutely and 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 germany has not shown or didn't show um a lot of mental fortitude throughout the whole world cup like it just yeah. any any sort of frustration, any ball that didn't go their way, any chance they should have put away but they didn't. You could see the tension and the desperation almost from the beginning of the game. Yeah, um, but it from paid that. off against Sweden though. That that didn't well, they? <laughs> it wasn't really a strategy, but you know they yeah. still have talent. So Tony Cruz pulled one out of the, his bag. Yeah, but it just. There was no confidence in the in the German side at all. I, and I just you know felt how like... you could tell. You know who had a terrible game, Manuel Neuer. Oh, he did absolutely. I mean, arguably the greatest goalkeeper of all time. First, he like flubs this free kick that almost resulted in in a goal, which I yeah. thought until maybe the late stages of the game was the best chance created by either team. Yeah, and yeah. he was directly responsible for that second killer goal because he just loses it. And uh, Chu Sejong, who is who is the player. 
tackles him, gets the ball, makes a beautiful pass to Sonamin, who just runs the entire yeah, length of yeah. the field and taps it into the empty net. Totally his fault. And Absolutely. And if, if he's that unsteady, I mean, it, it just shows I think the whole team was unsteady. I, I just, uh, you know, and, and this goes back, I feel, to Yergi Lowe, is that he just, for whatever reason, he didn't get these guys head in the game. And I think he's just been there too long. Probably, but like, they didn't have any confidence in his strategy. I don't think they had any confidence in anything that he was going to do in his decisions. And um, it showed. They just, they, they were hesitant. Um, and they well, showed no creativity in the final third, like none. Um, yeah. It was very surprising to watch that. You know who they really missed? Philip Lom. Yes, that's like true. Philip Lom is, is like the, was the heart and soul of that team. He could play like five different positions. He was amazing. He's like Under, underrated guy, player. He was, he was so good. Underrated yeah. player. Um, actually, one thing that's really funny. Did you know that Fake Love by BTS apparently shot up like 50 spots <laughs> on iTunes <laughs> today <laughs> in Mexico? Oh, shit. That's yeah, they right. were charting uh, in Mexico. Wasn't there just yeah. like, there was something about like some Mexican TV host that was like saying BTS looked all gay or whatever? Oh, yeah. I, th- uh, I don't know if it's Mexico. It's somewhere in Latin America. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess all is Man. forgiven now. <laughs> Yeah, but the the thing with the with the Latinos though, man, they can't stop doing the eye pull thing. Yeah, I know I, I they can't. They gotta like, stop doing that, man. It's like something in it must be like something in their DNA. It's like I must pull back the eyes. I can't help it. The one thing, the one thing I will give them though is I saw I saw a lot of I saw fans. They were Mexican fans on on YouTube and shit. They were at the game dressed up like they were looking like um I don't I don't know how to put it. They were wearing whatever the the, the the German costumes and shit are like dudes dressed up as like German frows with like claws. The Lederhosen. And, and yeah, Lederhosen, exactly. Yeah. So they kind of do that, but like now it's like, come on, man, you got to stop doing the eye pull thing. Oh, speaking of Mexicans <laughs> uh, wearing where the Lederhosen, um, apparently I read this article in, I think it was the South China Morning Post. Apparently, uh, China uh, is, are, they have a lot of German fans. I mean, like they're Chinese, but they're fans of Germany. Yeah. As well as other teams like Italy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, that always pissed me off. It's not just, it's not really that they're supporting like a European team. If they supported like Serbia or, or like Croatia or some, maybe the more uh, like good teams, but not, not the power teams. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I, it's okay. Cause you know, China doesn't have a team. Maybe they don't want to support Japan. I understand that. But you know, to support like a Germany is just so yeah. sycophantic, I think. And it's just, and I think this is, what happened today, I think, was a great lesson in... And I thought it was an allegory <laughs> for Asian America. And they represent the assimilationists. And they jumped ship to what they thought was going to be, like, like the easier way to glory. Which wouldn't be their glory anyway. Like, even if Germany wins the cup, do you think, like, those Chinese, fan, Chinese fans are really going to be let into the party or something? Or no. It's it, going to well, feel like they're in? Yeah. <laughs> and so they did that. Then the unexpected happens. Everyone's happy. And they missed out on that boat. And just think of how much happier they would have been if they had been on this ship all along. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. That, I mean, that's what they're doing with, like, the, the, the CSL, right? They're, like, paying... Aren't the highest salaries in the world for, like, old European superstars going to China getting 40 mil a year? Yeah, well, that's... And, it's, it's like the MLS. Like, uh, even, well, it's even worse than the MLS. But, yeah, it's... They, like, when... When, you know, like, Iniesta... Well, I think Iniesta went to Japan. But um, when all these players have won everything they can and they're, like, 35, they're going to go to China or, like, the Middle East or, or the U.S. 
Yeah, just to just to cash out. And like, you know, those players show up, they don't really respect the local people anyway. Like they're just they're just they're just fucking no. cashing out. Yeah. Um yeah. It's I think it I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in China, but it seems like they're they just their ambitions are kind of way at, they they've like lost perspective because of these wild ambitions that are enabled by just gobs of money. Um but I don't think it's gonna do them any good. Yeah, it's also just the appearance of success. Right. It, it's Every kind of like clueless, corrupt organization does this. Like you see the Knicks. I mean, they used to do this more in the past. But what do they do? They always chase over the hill stars mm. just so it looks like they're smart. And, oh yeah, and they're Dan Snyder strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it never works because you you're always coast coasting on someone else's work. You're not actually going ahead and and beating everyone to sign the next great player that nobody else sees yet. You're just waiting for everyone else to discover whatever overpaying and then getting screwed at the end yeah you're like the rich dude that's like you know about always just slightly behind like the it's 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 one thing to be like behind on fashion but it's another thing to be rich and then behind on fashion by like a month or two (laughs) do you know what i mean like you could it's so clearly like you're just trying so hard yeah Um, yeah we're approaching 30 minutes i mean we can go a little bit over but you guys have anything else you want to talk about uh, dude, this this feels great, man. Uh, just I, you know, I don't. It's nice. I think football is an excuse for the kind of like celebration that you saw today. You know, like it 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 wasn't like I think I think those kinds of like people want to feel that, right? So yeah, of course. Uh, football is to me just an excuse for people to be like, uh, you know, showing goodwill and just excitement about other people and stuff so i i don't know that's it was just very cool it was a very uh world cup moment um so very positive positive i'm drinking a modelo in uh a cerveza nice nice uh, (laughs) oh yeah uh Um, yeah yeah, this has been an amazing world cup for me um yeah it might be the best one i've seen so far yeah just uh in my lifetime and you know i i like to see the um underdogs like the the un- non-established um not big name countries um really play their hearts out uh you know even if they don't get a result at least keep it close or or, or show that they're fighting and the fact that like so many big teams are just not going ahead or they're they're not haven't done as well and they really had to struggle it just really makes it more satisfying for me um so i've had a lot of fun with it yeah, especially since Euro 2016 was so bad. One of the worst tournaments of all time. Uh, maybe that was like a warning sign that a lot of these kind of like established European teams were, I don't know what's wrong with them. But also, I was thinking, great World Cup, no Italy and no US. Coincidence? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, that was a good little chat. Actually, I wanted to say one more thing. Um, there's a there's a website. It's called the uh, Tavern of the Tegok Warriors. It, it's a it's a it's like a Wait, website. Say that, that again. Track. Uh, Tavern of the Tegok Warriors. I'll put the link in the reference resources on the pod. But it's a site that uh, aggregates a lot of not aggregates because they do all the writing. But if if you want to keep up with the Korean national team, that's um, they're a very good source of information. Ah, that's how you know. That's how you know the the goings and doings of the uh, of the. Because you were saying this is not a particularly strong Korean team, right? Yeah, actually, no. I I only recently started reading that. I mostly go to the big soccer forum, the the Korea section of the big soccer forum. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I try to I go to that because usually I, I can't really watch the qualifier matches because of the time and it's you never yeah. know where to stream it. Mm. But that's how I keep up with the news. Ah, uh, okay. What is that? BigSoccer.com or something? Yeah, BigSoccer.com. They have uh, sections for every country. Obviously, some countries are more active than others. The Korea one is quite active. That's nice, nice little special episode to celebrate. Coreano, hermano, ya eres mexicano. <laughs> Viva Mexico! <laughs> a, a glimpse of happiness in what has been a dark, dark time. Getting darker. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this special midweek episode to celebrate a momentous event in world history in which Korea beat Germany 2 nothing. Yeah, and if you like us, go on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Subscribe, if you like us, give us five stars and leave a comment. If you want to read our articles, go to planamag.com. Uh, so we'll be releasing our regular episode uh, on Sunday night as usual. So thanks for listening to this special episode. Bye, y'all.